0: Hi friends, welcome to this week's episode of Marketing Hall, Marketing You. i I'm your host, Barbara Savona of Sprout Marketing, a place that champions property managers, their teams, and those that support them. As a former property manager, you know my heart is always with those of you on the onsite teams. I know how hard you work. Today, we are going to be answering the question, one, can a property manager truly be happy amidst stressful times? And two, what are the most important things that a property manager can manage outside of her team and her residence? Welcome to the Marketing Home, Marketing You podcast. Week after week, Barbara Savona of Sprout Marketing brings you quality conversations with industry leaders, mini marketing workshops, and step by step guides on everything marketing, business, and career growth. So grab a cup of coffee and get ready for some outside-the-box ideas from
1: the girl that lives inside the shipping container box.
0: So today, I'm actually going to have a guest that I think is an incredible representation of a property manager that finds a lot of joy in her work. So in a little bit, I'll be introducing you to her. Before that, I wanted to share just three things that I've noticed in working with property managers over my last 14 years and having been one myself for many years, three essential things that a property manager must manage well. And they're not just the team and the residents, right? We're actually not talking about people. Today, I wanna talk about three things that a property manager should master their management skills in. The first is as a property manager, manage your morning. Your morning sets the tone For the rest of your day and as a property manager you will influence the energy of everyone around you you set the tone but it all starts with your morning so a couple of things that i've seen work really well is not immediately starting your day with email or social media it can immediately put you in the mode of problem solving solutionist panic right if you get an instant thing now I know everyone has different requirements, so I'm not saying that you can absolutely not do this, but I'm saying in those first few minutes of the day where you're really setting the tone for your day, think about the things that energize you. You know, if you have maybe children at home, can you get up a little bit earlier and have a little bit of that quiet time for you just to get your thoughts straight? Even if you don't have young ones at home, I know for me, I try to go for a walk every single morning. And in those quiet moments, I really think about who I want to be that day, how I want to show up and the potential obstacles and challenges that I might face. So if it's a really hectic day and I'm back-to-back meetings, I'm thinking through pockets of time that I'm going to maybe buy out just a couple of minutes to have a favorite drink, um, you know, maybe a a sparkly water that I'm going to sit and just like regroup for a minute. Or as I'm walking into this meeting, what is the energy that I'm going to want to exude? But I'm thinking about that in the morning. So I'm not immediately connecting to social media. I'm not letting anybody else's thoughts influence me first thing. I just feel like it's my protected space. Something else within that, managing your morning. And this is again something I've just seen is picking food and clothing that really is going to serve you, right? Food and clothing, we think about that. It's almost like we're putting on um, the food as our fuel, right? What we're eating, what we're drinking. How are we telling ourselves? I'm picking stuff that is really good for you, that you're going to feel good. And it's going to give you energy to make it through maybe a really busy day. So just being mindful of. What am I going to have for breakfast? What am I going to have for lunch? And maybe even taking out food for dinner if you're planning on making something for your family or throwing it in the crock pot. I know that's a lifesaver a lot of times for me. And clothing. Um, I always think about that. It's like clothing is my outside representation of how I want to feel. So like today is kind of a dreary day and I'm wearing bright pink. You guys have probably noticed it's one of my favorite colors. But I know that sometimes I need that extra boost to feel really good and really professional. So For me, there's a couple of things that are my go-tos. You know, a jacket always feels good when I'm, you know, wanting to look tailored and professional. I have a ton of inexpensive Amazon dresses that are just really thin and but flattering that when it's, you know, warm outside and I know I'm going to have to walk property or meet clients that I can do that. So have those go-tos that are easy but they make you feel your best. I always feel like I show up better when I feel like I look how I want to. and then. Um, really be protected of your morning. You know, I have like a morning ritual. It's my startup and it's what I do and it becomes a part of my routine and I would protect that. So those happy property managers, it starts with managing your morning well. The second one is managing your attention. So as you're going into your community, as you're going into work, everything wants your attention. Think of yourself as that hub in the middle of, you know, of everything. You're that, that center piece. And everyone wants a little bit of your attention, but you have to be really clear on who's going to get that attention. So block times for tackling email, block times for social media, block times for engaging with your team. And we know that for onsite teams, you're pulled in a million directions. You don't always have that luxury. But if you can try to get those pockets of time for dedicated work you're going to be able to get things off of your plate. You know, when I start an email and then I'm pulled over here and I'm pulled over there, it's like I looked at that email 20 times and it doesn't feel effective. So I always think to myself, I'm not gonna open up email until I can actually answer the email. I'm not gonna call that resident that's gonna take a lot of my energy until I know that I'm fueled and I have that 10 to 15 minute space. So focus where you're also planted. That's something else i would really tried to focus on is My mind goes a million miles a minute, I'm sure just like yours does. I feel like there's always tabs open. But one of the things I really try to focus on is where are my feet right now? If I'm at home, be present for my husband. If I'm at the office and I'm standing in front of one of my employees, can I connect? Can I smile? Can I make a compliment, give them a compliment, give them some feedback that's going to make those few minutes of interaction really impactful. If I'm passing a resident as I'm walking into the parking lot, can I just stop for a minute, smile and wave in the most sincere way where that connection feels meaningful to both of us? Plant or be where your feet are planted. And I, I didn't invent that. We've heard that before. But it's a real way when I start feeling frazzled, I'm like, OK, Barbara, where are your feet right now? How can you be present? It's like even in the grocery line, how can I make that cash register, the lady that's working behind the cash register? How can I just for a minute smile, ask for how her day is going and really connect it always makes me feel better instead of thinking like, OK, I just got to get more done. Try to be present where you're at. And then the other thing is like, stop consuming so much. You know, I love podcasts. You're listening to a podcast, but I can overconsume content. And then it just is too much. We might be doing that in the form of social media. We might just be mindlessly scrolling, thinking we're relaxing. And then at a certain point, you're like, why am I anxious? Why am I feeling like I'm missing out? So protect your attention. Remember, your attention is gold. I mean, it literally is. You are the key to making your community run. And for many of you, you're the key to making your homes run. So that energy, that attention, you have to protect it. That leads me to the third thing that we should all manage well. And it really goes along with the first, the second one of managing our attention, managing our energy. We don't have endless amount of energies, guys. I know we want to think we do. Um. But pay attention to the things that energize you. Like what lights you up? For me, recording a podcast, having great conversations with property managers, hearing their struggles, digging deep and figuring out what it is that um, they need to help with, that actually energizes me. There's other things that drain me. There are certain things that I'm just not very good at. And sometimes I end up, you know, like hitting my head against the wall trying to figure out, let's say. Some sort of video editing or new software and there's people on my team that are much better than that and sometimes i get in the pattern and just like all of a sudden seeing that i filled a lot of my day with those frustrating tasks that technically i didn't have to do so pay attention to what is energizing you what is draining you and then get creative and say how can we like see what skill sets we have on the team Could somebody else take some of these tasks that maybe drain me, but they energize them? Like maybe doing a spreadsheet and collecting data is something my assistant manager actually loves to do. And it's a little bit tough for me. So maybe I can divide that up. And then pay attention to who energizes you and who drains you. Now, we can't always create an environment where we're surrounded by only people that energize us. but We can definitely protect our space, right? So If that resident that is always waiting for you at the door with something negative comes up, we have some really good training from psychologist Dr. Lindsay Vera inside the Sprout membership on how to deal with that. But I would say if something is causing you that energy drain every single day, get really creative about how to divert attention or just say, hey, it's so great to see you. I've got an owner's report in a few minutes. Can we connect later in the day? I don't want anybody to steal the best part of my day when I'm energized. I want that to go to my work, to go to my people. So protect that energy. And then if it's an employee, really evaluate, is this someone that you want on your team? Likely if they're draining you, they're draining your residents and they're draining your team. So I'm gonna challenge you to look at that. It is important as property managers to manage our teams well, to manage our residents, to manage the communication between our owners and our supervisors. But let me tell you something, we cannot do that if we don't manage ourselves well. So what I have seen the most successful property managers do is they're very protective of managing their mornings so it sets them up with the right tone. They're very protective of managing who gets their attention. Not everyone is part of their VIP section. Not every email gets immediate response on every text. They're not completely glued to every LinkedIn post. Every social media post you simply cannot be if you want to give quality work to other people and if you want to keep your mental sanity. And the third thing is they protect their mental energy and their physical energy, and energy is created. So, another kind of side piece is a lot of times property managers that take care of themselves physically. They're creating that energy. So a little tip that I do is in the middle of the day, you'll always find that I take a middle of the day walk, 10 minutes, or I'll do 10 or 25 jumping jacks in between my next meeting because I know I need to create that energy. And it seems opposite, right? Like, oh, it's gonna make me tired. But it's the exact opposite. We feel better. We get that hit of dopamine and all of a sudden it's relieving our stress. So we have to protect those things. Now, I wanna introduce you to Charlena Poole, she is a manager and a Sprout member who just exudes the energy that I want to be like living my life with. So join me in this conversation with Charlena. I am so excited to invite Charlena Poole. Welcome to the Marketing Home Marketing U podcast. Thank you so much, Barbara.
1: I'm so excited. I can't wait to answer all these questions. Oh man, we are gonna dig in.
0: But before we do, can you tell people a little bit about where you're at, your community, the role that you play, and maybe just how long you've been in property management? Sure. So
1: again, I'm Charlena Poole and I'm in Walker, Louisiana at Creekside Crossing Apartment. I've been in the industry for 17 years. Like, it doesn't even seem like it. when I say 17, I'm like, Ooh, it's really been that long. And I started as a leasing agent. I uh, had a marketing degree and couldn't I regularly find anything in my field? And I was living in a department community and I started off and it just went from there.
0: Okay. So what role are you in right now?
1: So I am a property manager uh, with Very Important Property Management Company, uh, which is out of Baton Ridge, Louisiana.
0: Very nice. Okay, so I'm a fan. And actually, the way this podcast came out is you're part of our Sprout community, but I just follow you on social media. I love like the energy and the personality that comes out. And so I reached out to my team and I'm like, we have to have her on because I love getting like the actual frontline people that are doing the day to day meeting the challenges and so I'm curious, it seems like you're keeping up with a lot. How do you go about planning all your marketing and retention and like resident programming? What's your strategy?
1: So the first strategy is your Sprout. Sprout makes it so easy. So that's like the social media. Uh, I love national calendars. So that kind of gives me an outlook. I looking at it for the month. Uh, what national day is coming up? And that kind of helps me with some of my resident events. And so you all help make our job really easy if we use the tools that we're given. That's awesome.
0: Them. Well, I love hearing that. So do you find that it's kind of an inspiration point? Like you get some of those dates and you run with them, or are you using more of the magazine or what, how do you use the membership?
1: So I use more of the dates. Like, okay. um, and some of the ideas you'll post, like, you know, guess how many uh, candies in the jar. Uh, what's another one? We did the scavenger hunt on the property. So we just clean everything and I don't like repeating stuff. I like variety. And so I'm always looking for something new and I run out of ideas. And so I go to the internet and let it give me some uh, ideas on what to do.
0: Very cool. I love hearing that. So tell me what what channels are you using for marketing specifically? How are you, you know, attracting and retaining residents right now? So for our residents,
1: we use the program ResMed. And so Resmin allows us to be able to text the residents. Just recently, our company came out with this uh, one day, well, signed us up for one day. And one day has been like a game changer for us. So what it is, is where we can record videos and send videos out to the residents. Because our texting program, it only allows 160 characters. So you find yourself having to chop up the conversation to like get your point straight across. But with the video, it can be, you know, two minutes, three minutes. We like to keep it kind of short, but it gets the message across. So we're most definitely a community that texts everything, text and email. Uh, so we also have Facebook uh, and Instagram, but for our residents, we try to send it through our resident portal through our resident.
0: Very cool. So you're finding that I would think with the video just Tell me if I'm wrong, but it's like when you got on camera and we're like, we've got the same like bright colors on. It's like, Do you feel that your personalities can shine through and it's a little more personal that way?
1: It is because like the residents respond and they'd be like, oh my God, you're so cute. Oh my God, I love the videos. And so it like lets them see us. Uh, sadly, after COVID, people stop coming in the office. Yes. And so we very seldom get to see our residents and vice versa. They don't get to see us. Are either they're working, you know, a different shift. They leave early in the morning and come home after
0: we're gone. And so they never get to see the office. So the videos let them
1: connect with us as well.
0: Okay. So what would you say to someone that is like nervous to get on video? Cause it's, I still find that there's a lot of people that it's like, I don't want to get on camera. What would you
1: say? So we have that issue. My, uh, co-partner Alexis, she was like, oh, I I don't want to be in the camera. So we started off with letting the camera go the opposite way, and she was just the voice behind it. Okay. And so she eventually got comfortable with it, and she started seeing how the videos was like helping her get leases, and within, I'm going to say, within two weeks or less, she was honestly loving the videos. So you just kind of have to get out of your comfort zone and not overthink it.
0: I love that advice, and I like
1: how you kind of baby stepped her into it so that she could get yes. comfortable. So they call me the mama of the property. Uh, I, I have two older sons, and so I, I guess it's, it's just in me to just nurture people, nurture
0: people, and I nurture my residents the same way. <laughs> that comes through. I love that. That that just comes through. So. That you said for residents, are y'all doing something different? You mentioned social media. Is that a big place for you guys when it comes to prospecting?
1: So we do. So before we had one day, we would do Facebook live videos, and like if somebody couldn't come here, uh, that would be their way of getting to see the apartment or their actual apartment. We were going to do videos, and so like some of my friends follow uh, Creekside Crossing's page. And I've had them tell me that, like, if they were never looking for an apartment, that they would come to Creekside because of the events we do. And so you may think social media presence isn't working just because somebody's not commenting or liking your post, but I know firsthand when my friends start telling me, "Oh my God, I love it," and you do so much. And- I was like, well, people really do look at it, and it's just like that engagement thing. Everybody is not comfortable engaging, but they'll look at it. So
0: I, I think that let's let's stay on this topic for a second because I have found that to be true as well. With you know, um, I think properties they get very beat down because they're looking at the likes and the comments. But I always tell them that it's like in a weird way. You know how we go to a website to get like the details. You go to social media f- to find out like the real, real of what the community is about. And even if you don't comment, like, for example, with you guys, when I started seeing it, I'm like, this is just a fun vibe. And I love like <laughs> your personality, your team, and just the events that you do. So would you, again, emphasize for people not to let that discourage them if they're not most, seeing the tricks?
1: Most definitely. Do not care about it. Nobody never posts. Calls- under your comments start never like anything keep posting it because i've had people move from out of town and like they love our social media i had i stopped doing live videos as much and i had a resident that moved in and he was like you haven't did a live video in a minute and so i went on facebook that same day and did a video and shouted him out because i realized you know even though it, it may be quiet and nobody's seeing anything. There are people that's watching it, love it. And it can brighten someone's day. Like they may not even be looking for an apartment. They just may want something that just make them smile. And that video may be the one thing. So just show them that there's some happy people in the world that really enjoy doing what they do.
0: I think that is the point is that, you know, even when I connected with you, I'm like, okay, this is someone that has a positive outlook on life. That's how I love to approach life. And it's yeah. like, our jobs can be hard, but we can still have a good time while we're trying to figure things out. And I think that's such a great connection point. So, okay. I had a couple more questions. So how do you stay active on social media when the demands of your property get kind of high? Cause that's a lot to juggle.
1: So it's the scheduling. Um, so we can schedule out on Facebook. You can, if you have a slow day, you take that slow day and make the most of it. And you just do your calendar for the entire month, at least do it for two weeks. And, you know, the next time you have a slow day, do the next two weeks. And I plan the scheduling work because, You know, if you don't like immediately first thing in the morning, come in and do it, or either somebody's waiting for you first thing in the morning, if that's your routine and then you forget about it and you get home and be like, oh my goodness, I didn't tell. And so schedule, 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 scheduling makes life so much easier. You don't have to think about it. It's done.
0: That's awesome. You're scheduling. And then does that give you the flexibility then in the moment, if you want to do something live or you want to do something extra, then you can do that too. But you know, like you've covered your basics. Most definitely, yes. Okay, all right, let's see. Another thing is I've noticed you guys, you mentioned a lot of events. Are there any events or any programs that you have found to be like really successful with your residents, like what do they like?
1: So my residents love daiquiris. They love uh, wine. (laughs) And I'm in Louisiana, so we love crawfish. I love crawfish. So we did our first uh, resident crawfish Bowl this year and it was a awesome turnout. I think the residents absolutely loved it. So another thing that we love in Louisiana is brunch. And I think everybody loves brunch at this point. And so uh, doing Saturday events is something that's good uh, for the residents. Because a lot of times, again, people work and they work long hours and they have more availability to come out on a Saturday rather than on a uh, Wednesday evening or Thursday evening. So we, we like to just find days of the week that works for our resident and do fun things.
0: You, so you have adjusted then maybe a preference, which would maybe be a preference for you to maybe do it during the week. But you guys are really saying what is going to work for the resident. And does that yes. help the attendance as well?
1: It does. It must definitely help. Um, we also, I, we live on the outskirts of the, uh, the area, Livingston, Harris. slash people are driving like to East Baton Rouge or Central Mary. So our residents leave early. So we've also did breakfast on the go. And so we do breakfast on the go at 6am. <laughs> so, you know, most people have to be to work for eight. So we want our residents to, you know, the ones that can't get to us in the daytime we just always want to cater to everybody at some point
0: now this brings me to like an impromptu question okay say that you've got this infectious energy and maybe not everybody else on your team is so that way all the time how do you keep the team focused on let's do the right thing for the resident how do you get them engaged
1: So you almost don't give them an option. like, okay, I've planned a brunch. Uh, It's this day at this time, I expect to see you there. I love it, and I like how you say it with this big old smile, like we're just doing it. So that's funny for you to say that. That's what I do, I smile, and that's how I communicate with my residents. Because we have to have tough conversations, and I'm always respectful, I'm never frowning, and I'm always positive. Even though it's a negative situation, I wanna just lighten it up as much as possible and make sure that they feel comfortable and not ashamed or anything. So I'm always smiling,
0: so that's that's, that's me. That's That's your secret weapon. And I think that what happens is it almost plays a trick on the mind, right? Because it's like, you're looking at a really happy, smiling face and the words that are coming out might be a little bit like stern, but she's so sweet and smiling, I can't feel. So I think that's great because I have seen some managers when they get to that burnout point, even the way they talk about their residents just starts to be so negative and it starts to be like, oh, here they come again. And I feel that that starts to mess with then how they're presenting themselves yes. to the residents. So we've
1: dealt with that. We've had issues on our property. Of course, no one's ever perfect and everybody don't always like you, but you have to realize it's a job. And so for us, we're doing what we have to do. And the resident, just you have to forgive and forget, like kill them with kindness and let it go. Do not hold on to it because you age yourself you stress yourself out, you you know, you stress, you, you do whatever you do that's not good for you, so just let it go. Like, I'm a firm believer, so that's what I uh, promote to my staff because they can hold on to some things. I'm like, just let it go, let it go. I'm like, it'll make you beautiful, just let it <laughs> go. Exactly, you're gonna cause wrinkles, stop. <laughs> Don't so stress over that. Just know that you're doing what you have to do. And, you know, you can't make everybody happy all the time.
0: That goes along with what someone said to me once. They said in property management, it actually serves you well to have a short memory in the sense of <laughs> they walk out the door and they could literally walk back in and you're like, hey, girl, are you? Even if it was, you know, bad, but, it, yeah. you know, you don't want to keep holding on to that. So, yes. So- I, I've never heard of that, the short
1: memory, but I love it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's that one could work in our favor. So you already mentioned that you love using Sprout. Are there any other leasing or marketing tools that you're keeping in your corner or maybe even organization tools? I'm going to say no.
1: Those are, okay. That is my go-to right now. It is working. And if it's working,
0: I'm not trying to change it. Oh, so that's those awesome. Are my my go to Why don't we wrap up by you sharing any advice that you would give to someone that wants to have a career like yours in property management? Are there any tips that you would share? Yeah.
1: So the perfect person for property management is a person that loves people, a person that loves to talk. You can't be shy and you have to be willing to adjust to any and everybody because in, in this industry, you deal with all the different races and income levels. And you just have to know how to treat everyone the same, no matter what, to have patience. Because you're going to have, we're at the, uh, the age in this industry where everything is with computers. And so sadly, our elders, they're not really computer literate. So you got to have the patience to help them do the application and to tell them that, you know, just come sit in the office and we'll help you do it. And just be
0: kind. That's such great advice. I love the mention of uh, patience because it's like you almost have to be patient for the older generation and then for the younger generation that's you know. not used to communicating.
1: <laughs> yes, we we do have the 18 year olds that's applying for apartments and we're like, you know, you really don't want to do this, but you're here. so. We're gonna, you know, tell you all the rules because they don't read the leases. And so that's the, the downfall to the digital everything, the electronic signing and signs and stuff like that. People just click, 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 where old school me, we used to have the the lease and we would go over it page by page, section by section and highlight the most important thing. And so people don't get that anymore and so Yesterday, I actually had someone moving out for her first time, and I made sure I went over some of the the important key points that she would need to know about her lease, like giving the sixty day notice, and you know, cleaning the apartment when she moved out. Just you know, the basics, when rent is due, how late fees are charged, things that someone that's getting their first apartment don't necessarily know.
0: Right. Well, Charlena, you're beautiful. Energy is infectious, inside and out. Can we please be virtual best friends? I feel like we've got like (laughs) that thing going on.
1: Definitely. We were definitely dated with
0: our outfits today. You would have thought we had planned (laughs) it. I got on and I'm like, man, we were in the same mood. (laughs) This has been a real treat. Thank you for being a sprouter. Thank you for being just a great property manager that's setting the pace. And thank you for sharing your knowledge today. You're welcome. Have an awesome day. I hope that all of you embrace and really audit how am I spending my mornings, who am I giving my attention to, and what am I giving my energy away to, and really, really start to manage that.